When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For love, for love, oh yeah! Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? This is Sonny Hollywood Pooney from the Growing Up Rock Podcast. And even though Jericho doesn't know who I am, I know who I am. And you're listening to the craziness called the Shout It Out Loudcast. All hell's breaking loose over here, baby! Kiss Army, Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loud Cast, episode 58, we're calling this one Love's a Deadly Weapon. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible song. (laughs) Let's just go with that. Tom, how are you? Oh, that is a terrible song. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible oh, it's a t- took a terrible tumble <laughs> listening to that song. Oh my god, uh, it's bad. Yeah, so, so so yeah, so it's, we're recording the night before Valentine's Day. When you hear this, it will be the day after Valentine's Day. So hopefully, um, hopefully you all had a nice Star Child style Valentine's Day. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you're waking up next to a loved one, not Oh, uh, what the fuck is that? Not well, a, uh, well, not, a, not, not one of those stone hill times where I creep out of my door and uh, Tom and his wife are out there. And I'm like, did it leave? And oh. they're fucking. <laughs> she was not my wife at the time. Let's be clear about the timeline here. <laughs> she was sitting here. I'm like, did it leave? And you're like, I think Bridget was like, Seuss, that's not nice. <laughs> Seuss, that's out of line. Like, oh God, thank God. Oh man. Yep, yep. Nope. She uh that was uh quite a lot of fun and a lot of time ago at good old Stonehill. Yeah, that'll be on our that'll be on our supplemental Stonehill podcast. Yeah. So speaking of Stonehill, obviously our boy Lynchy, and you've met Carol before, right? Oh, sister, oh yeah. Yep. Uh, that I'm friends with and stuff. So uh <laughs> the other day you wrote me and you're like he gave me a smiley emoji, and you're like, Kara Todd liked our our uh, our Facebook page with yep. the. Fi- I sent it to her. I screenshot. Oh, you did. 
yeah. like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, why is he laughing? I'm like, oh, it's just funny that you like that. I don't know. Oh, I'm not, la- I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing at us. Like, it's okay. You can laugh at her. It's I'm not laughing at her. Believe me. I think it's great that she's a fan of the show. I think she's a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah. But she got into this story. So she texted me after she heard. This is what I got. And I didn't tell you. Like I always tell you guys. Uh, me and Tom do not share a lot of our stuff. Tom's favorite words are what? Save it. Save it. Save yep. it for the episode. It's got to be organic. Exactly. So she texted, texted me, okay, piss cups. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some sort of treat off an ice cream truck. Oh, ooh. What kind of ice cream trucks does Kara shop at? And I was like, you know, piss cups. I'm like, I don't know. Did your brother have piss cups in his room? And we were talking about the whole piss cup scenario. And she remembered the Rye Guy story yep. of him oh, sliding yeah. and stuff because I yep. told her to her many times ago. And um, and, and we, we just started and we went off into a different path. And. We started talking about. I was like, "Yeah, piss cups for guys. That's what we do." I was like, "Maybe you should come up with piss cups for girls, Tom." Oh, here we go. So she's like, "It's just trying to tell me, you know, my my mind works." She's like, well, "That doesn't work for girls." I'm like, "Well, maybe it can work for girls." I'm like, "You know, when you were, I was like, you know, you were rocking those fucking TLC overalls <laughs> in the nineties and those loose pants. You could certainly fit a piss cup underneath there." She's like, you could, she, there was an argument going back and forth. So I want to hear from people. Could a female have like a left eye Lopez, they fucking TLC overalls and have a piss cup underneath and be like hanging out with you at the bar and have like a piss cup underneath standing up, just being like, yo, what's up? And just pissing a cup. This definitely segues into oh, we'll save it for the episode uh, we'll say well i'm sorry for the episode we'll save it for the end when we get to our ratings and reviews and questions because this would qualify as something we'll save it for the end but uh, do you see my point what do you think can you do a what like loose people wearing no. sweatpants all the time a woman couldn't put like it'd be like a strap on you just wouldn't be able to sit down now you're drifting off here because there's an actual device out there that i can't remember what it's called it's probably got some catchy gadget name that allows women to hold the device up to their uh area and urinate like into like a men's urinal or a toilet standing up piss cup yes. for women yeah thank hold- you Yep. I'm I'm correct. And yep. you could be rocking that out with your fucking TLC fucking overalls and be like, yo, what's hanging up? And yeah. you'd be like, hey, so what's going on? She's like, uh, one second. And you're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, just pissing in a cop. Like, I, like got, I, got, I got it right here. I'm 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 looking at it as we look at it. there's a thing called the Go Girl <laughs> urination device. <laughs> then there's another then, then there's another one called I knew it. Then there's another one called the women's urinal funnel. <laughs> I'm yeah. looking, I'm well, looking at have like a funnel and you would like go up and you could tie it or go around your one leg and leak out the bottom of the Dude, leg. There is a picture right here. It looks like one of those funnels that you use to put oil into your lawnmower. Oh, we used to funnel vodka in the freshman year. Yeah. Oh my and God. And you could have a funnel and it could go down your sweatpants or your overalls 
and have like like you know like your garter your what do you call it garter belts and you'd tie it up in like a strap so it wouldn't like get loose so and then it would come down and go down your leg and you'd have like some sort of like a like a gutter at the end so that it won't leak onto your shoes or your or your sneakers what is happening right now to this show <laughs> no but I, I i'm not crazy no i know I'm you're not because you. i'm looking at him right here and we can do a female shout it out loud cast piss cup well welcome to shout it out loud cast new listeners <laughs> yeah. so you can drink beer listen to our podcast and piss and in public and if we if no one knows and if it's possible to say piss anymore can we please give a shout out to our buddy Ed Spangenberg over at Click T for doing that unbelievable graphic that we showed on all of our social medias? What did it, what did it say when holding isn't an option? Or, yeah, and it, and it, and it, passed out on the bed. And it said, the thank, piss cup. thank you, piss cup. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout it out loud, cast piss cup. Yeah, and that was the, my mind got fixated. How can a woman could have. And mind you, of course, she thinks I'm insane. So in addition to that, the conversation went on about, like, oh, I'm never getting sleep. And I was like, oh, you know what? I wish I could always get. I had Ambien for a while that I would take. And I only used it for a bit. And I got the longest lecture about Ambien is so bad for you. You ever heard about this stuff? And she started texting me all these articles about people doing insane shit because of Ambien. Have you heard that? I ha- I have heard of that, yeah. I, I have. haven't heard of any of it. Apparently, one guy in all these stories, there's some fucking website, she was texting me all these stories. One guy woke up, and like, I guess his computer wasn't wasn't working. It was all sticky. I guess oh. in the middle of the night, he woke up and pissed all over his computer. Well, see, if he, see, if he had a piss cup, he wouldn't have been pissing on his computer. <laughs> That's my segue. So there you go. See, if he had a piss cup, none of that ambient would have hurt him. I'm curious, though. People out there, I, I, I said ambient is fine. I took it a couple times. I never had a problem. The only thing was, like, if you have to get up in the morning, that's not a time to take it. It's one of those where you can sleep in and it's not a problem. It's the weekend and you need to get, like, sleep and you haven't been able to get sleep. That's when I used it. Yeah, I like want to hear from Nyqu- it's like taking NyQuil when you have to get up and go to work the next day. It's yeah, it's not good. I want to hear from people tell me some of their ambient stories because I think that'll be great. That would be, maybe, that would be a, maybe that would be a good bonus episode of ambient stories. <laughs> 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 have you woken up and pissed all over your computer? <laughs> <laughs> so as you can tell, me and Kara have a very intellectual discussion, Yo, which is course, great yeah. to talk about. As we segue into this, which is like a Valentine's Day, like, and you can tell I'm the doctor of love because this is what I talk to when I talk to females. Of course. This how is they how can you... get a piss cup in their overalls, right? That's how you pick up chicks. Those are some of the classy ladies I had picked up in college. <laughs> hey, uh, you got any piss cups on you? Try one out on your uh, friggin' Kiss Cruise roommates. Oh, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> the bathroom's full. No worries. No worries. Fucking open up the fucking cabin window and just throw it out. And somebody's walking the deck and the wind will push the piss into his face. You could just you could see if you could just sell fucking kiss cruise funnels. 
Kiss crews quarantine as man throws urine in customer's face. You know what, though? Maybe that'll be good. Maybe the urine will kill the freaking coronavirus that you'll be spreading while you're on the fucking cruise. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy no, uh, shit. Females, George, there's no bathroom, please. You have to use something else. That's all right. Can I have your coffee mug? <laughs> I wouldn't oh, drink from that. Oh, oh, shit. Back on oh the track God. here. Please. Please. Now, I think we talk about Kiss on this podcast, right? We do. Yeah, let's get oh, into we it. we do. Oh, yeah. okay. So uh, what do we? Uh, what, what happened uh, last week? What episode did we talk about? We talked about our uh, show review. We, were, uh, we talked about the Manchester show with David Lee Roth. That's right. Good feedback there. Yeah, um, we, we did. We had uh, so our Sarah said, "Yes, we got a we got a nice uh, we got a nice Facebook share from uh, Aaron Martell. He shared um, our uh, Facebook post episode uh, episode posting, and then he said he said I was there too. You guys were spot on with the concert review for both Dave and Kiss." He said, "I also saw somebody walking around in a shouted out loud cast T shirt, and I responded. I said." That was me, and then Zeus is like, or it could have been you. We were the only friggin' people wearing them, I think, unless there was another person that we didn't see. Of course, yeah, yeah. never know. And uh, that, so yeah, we Aaron. wish we met him. Yeah, thank you to Aaron for um, for sharing that on Facebook and commenting on the show. So that was good. Yeah, yep. And then yeah. um, you know, we, we still have some time before the Mansfield show, which is in September. So anybody going to the Mansfield show, heavy mayo involved. Uh, That's right. We'll see you guys there. And we're, uh, we're, I don't know, we're bouncing out the ideas. We have that mobile recording device. Uh, could be maybe a friggin' parking lot episode. Yeah, parking lot episode of Piss Cups and Kiss. I'll yeah. tell you right now, if there's ever a time for a Piss Cup, that tailgate parking lot in Mansfield is oh, Piss yeah, Cup Central. Piss Cup Central. Absolutely. Big time. Absolutely. Um, so, and we had a poll about which song we were happy to hear. There was only two selections, guys. Sorry, there's not more. Go ahead. Yeah, it was Parasite and Tears of Falling. No, no surprise, Parasite pummeled it in the poll. But uh, but the people that liked uh, Tears of Falling were very passionate about it. And um, our buddy Murph had an had an interesting comment about um, about that um, that poll. And the 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 poll was worded as, "What song were you most pleased to see added to the set list?" Mm-hmm. And Murph goes. What song was I most pleased to see or pleased to hear? <laughs> Meaning, I think Murph, you know, with a lot of other fans out there, love Tears of Falling. I'm not sure if Murph enjoyed hearing Tears of Falling. So we heard that from a couple other people as well, too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think a, a few people agreed in the, the sad part about our we, we commented on it was the there's this Tommy butchered the Bruce solo. He yeah. butchered which is unusual, we've said, because I, I, know, I know Bruce, all these Kiss guitars have their own flash and style, and Tommy's excellent, but that was, I mean, it was so bad. We looked at each other. We were like, like ooh, ooh, yikes. Yeah, we're not tech guys. We're no, not but musicians, you, but we're like, ooh, that doesn't that, sound right. No, no, no. Yeah. But, but yeah, and so then, that was, and, yep. yep. And then the only thing else I want to bring up, the Misery Seekers out in full force. Oh, still. Uh, continuing the same shit. Yep. Um. Still, about yeah. you know, oh, lip syncing, all oh, this and that. It just it never ends, and the jumping on other people's posts when people are sharing their excitement or love of a certain band or certain thing, 
and they have to just jump in. It's like saying, oh, yeah, I, I red is my favorite color. Oh, well, red, that's just stupid color. Yep. Or, oh, that place closed down. When I was a young child, I used to go to that restaurant all the time with my family. It brings back so many great memories. And then somebody jumps in. Yeah, well, I had food poison last time I went. And it was disgusting. Or even like, or, or even like you, you brought up an example before we started recording. You're like, because a lot of these Facebook groups, there's a lot of people that get really excited about posting things that they've added to their collection. Like, oh, look yeah. at this Japanese import of uh, killers or, you know, look at this, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, whatever this, you know, Mexican edition of uh, greatest kiss or whatever. Yeah. And then you got, and then you got people like, oh, that's bullshit. What are you going to waste 40 bucks on that for? <laughs> like, dude, fuck you. Then don't comment. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, like someone put something like I like make, this is not me. I don't, but I'm saying, let's say I did like, like making like model cars or some people like doing yeah. model kits and if you enjoy it just let me come in over and go oh you like that that's stupid like, yep what the fuck is your problem dude why don't you just let this person enjoy it why do you have to fucking kick dirt on his face like come no, on i know i know uh, it's one thing if me and you on our show page tweet something publicly and ask for comments that's different what yes. do you think yeah but if i'm commenting personally on something why the fuck do you jump in on my comment not the originator's comment, but my comment, and throw in your two cents of nonsense. Yeah, I know. I didn't ask for it. Yep. Yep. You know, and it's just whatever. Congratulations, you fucking misery seekers. Hey, I'm miserable about something. I need to make everybody else miserable. Yeah, but it's not going to work, though. Because just like in Revenge of the Nerds, there are a lot more of us than there are of you. Yeah, we got news for you, the That's beautiful right. people out there. That's right. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Nah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty proud of pretty it. Pretty proud of it. <laughs> Hold it right there. <laughs> Hold it, coach. Hold it right there. <laughs> Friend, the 85 bears walk out. Yeah, fucking look like Walter Payton and Eric Dickinson. It's <laughs> supposed to be in college. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh god. <laughs> so, what is this episode about tonight? Have we uh, we haven't even really? What, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, There's wait, one wait. other. Oh wait, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. We gotta get to. Gonna we gotta get to kiss news. The, yeah, exactly. That's okay. what I was gonna get. Okay. So yeah. So the so news. The obviously the tour is rolling on. People are posting a lot of things on social media. They're loving it. They're posting pictures of David Lee Roth, who's killing it. Who. Uh, take note, Kiss. David Lee Roth has mixed up his set list already after fucking three shows or whatever. He's already changing his... And he still no. looks like he's having a ball, a big oh smile on his face. Yep, he exactly. But he did say something stupid I saw in today's news. Go ahead. Yeah, he said, like, oh, I can see Kiss continue without Paul and Gene. Oh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, Don't give him any ideas. I know. I know. Stop that nonsense, okay? But no, but I mean, he- I can too, but let's not give him any ideas. I think Roth... I mean, I think we saw, I think he's injecting a ton of energy and buzz into this tour, you know, and I think it's just going to continue. So he, he's been great. And then the other news that uh, all, all the misery seekers out there are going to glom on to <laughs> just announced performing Monday, February 17th. Kiss will be on America's Got Talent. That boy's got talent. Yeah, so tune in as the episode and performance Monday, February 17th at 8 p.m. Well, that's definitely going to be lip sync. Let's be blunt. Oh, you'd see now you just set yourself up for the misery. But that is because they, they always do those lip syncs. Everybody gonna, does. Of course it's going to be lip syncing. Yeah. But then right. people are going to be like, oh, how can you tell they're always lip syncing? Uh. And then fucking 
Stewart in his mandals, fresh oh. off his Monsters of Cock Cruise, um, is going to jump in and, again because he was saying some nonsense about Kiss again. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Live. Yeah. yeah. Well, he. he He's too. He was. He's just spent the last week jerking off all the guys on the like you said the fucking monsters of rock cruise, which we know our buddies. We love them. They went on it. Our buddy Steve and and Sonny and Steven and Tony. They all had a great time. They posted wonderful pictures. Looks like they had a blast. But fuck Stewart. <laughs> I think I think they got to hang out with the the backup keyboard player for Lillian Axe. <laughs> Don't make fun of them. But I'll tell you this, this is why we love those guys. They actually took a picture of Stuart and sent it to us. Yeah, but I said, this is bullshit. Where are the mandals? Pan yeah. down. I want mandals. Would you say this is bullshit? I want Bush pan down. <laughs> We've got mandals. Exactly. Oh, I'm getting tired of Betty. How can you get tired of those mandals, Takashi? Oh, I see your point. <laughs> oh, God. That is the most racist it racially insensitive character in that entire all of- that entire movie. <laughs> I would love I would love to do a a one of those. You ever see those things on social media where it shows little kids listening to Kiss or ACDC for the first yeah. time and, and they go nuts. I would love to show Revenge of the Nerds to like the cancel culture on oh on like on, oh my god like 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 grab a bunch of kids from like BU and sit them out and say hey kids we're gonna watch Revenge of the Nerds. BU, what do you think? What am I like? Put them in somewhere else, like Yale or Harvard. Right, well, or that too. You know what I mean? They, yeah. That entire movie is completely off the rails. What part? The rape scene? That's what or I the mean. racially insensitive uh, parts? Or well, the. You say, uh, you say it all the time. Maybe. I oh, see. I keep saying bonus episode. Maybe we'll do a movie review of Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> for a bonus episode. <laughs> oh, I see oh, your point. Your point. <laughs> all right. Let's get into Now, what do we do? Yes. Yes. All right. So. Um, our topic today, obviously V-Day is yesterday because we're taping, we're taping to now. I feel like the guy from, uh, what do you call it? Um, Spaceballs. Yeah. I was like, when will, then, when will then be now? We just missed it. <laughs> when was that? Just now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're taping today. Valentine is tomorrow. You'll be hearing this, and Valentine's will be yesterday. <laughs> there you go. Well done. Yes. And so we wanted to do something a little bit fun. So we said, okay, it's easy to just say top love songs right. or romantic songs. So we want to do it a little bit differently. So me and Tom came up with because we never do things right by the book, right, Tom? We always got to do things shout it out loud, cast away. Right. So we said, let's come up with five songs that you would play for your Valentine yep. and five songs that would not be a good idea to play for your Valentine or five non or black Valentine or something like along those lines right, that you right. shouldn't play for your Valentine's Day. Okay. Exactly. So I think it's a, a fun subject. It's going to be all over the place. We always get to start off with the nice kind way and then get, Become dickheads later on and go. Oh, absolutely, work. absolutely. End with the, with the with the bad five, as I call. Yeah, yeah. And but before we get started, I'm gonna have to go uh, sing Peter Chris's solo album in its entirety to my Valentine. One second. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And we're back. Uh, my Valentine just finished reading my body. So uh, let's get into it right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. So let's start off with Tom. What is the number five song you would sing to Murph when he snuggled up with you as your Valentine? Oh, no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> now we're talking Valentine's here. Yeah, these are not Valentine. Ne- this is not necessarily a song I like because I'm going to tell you right now. This oh, is yeah. a, oh, this yeah. is a this is a wonderful Valentine's Day song, but in the Kiss catalog, it's borderline unlistenable. So let's mm-hmm. see what people think.
from the Detroit Rock City soundtrack. That was nothing can keep me from you. However, it's a lovely song. It's got very nice lyrics. It's Paul, you know, trying to woo the ladies. It's a very sweet ballad, but it's a horrible song. Yeah. When Peter Chris has uh, better career advice than Paul, you know, it's a bad choice. And he's like, why aren't we doing a rocker for this song, for this soundtrack? Exactly. Like, agreed. Agreed. Yep. Yep. All right. Now, me, I'm going to go off the little bit of a beaten path. It's not so much of a ballad. Go ahead. It's something that I think if you listen to it, a woman will be like, ooh, this guy's singing his heart out for me. Here we go. Anything for my baby. I would steal. Anything for my baby. I'd really steal. Anything for my The much maligned anything for my baby. Oh, that's it. I love that song all the way around. It's a, the chorus is a little bit cheesy, but the uh, the verses are great. Plus, it's dressed to kill. But great yeah. song. But I would steal anything for my baby. Absolutely. <laughs> now, that's a great. It's a great song. It's a great song. So, I, I, I was debating on what I want to do at number four. So I had a couple of options here. I'm going to not take this one because I think you might. All so right. my my hey. number my number four is this one. We're going to fall in love tomorrow. Not tonight. We're going to fall in love tomorrow. First of all, great song. Oh. It's it's unmasked. It's Paul just being his lovey, cheesy 80s self. And it's just a fantastic song. Any 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 lady would love to have that song sung to them. I Go was going to put it on. I just don't like the song. Okay. Well, but yeah. But, I, but like to me, that, w- that should have been on there. But I... I feel as though my Valentine would know that I'm phoning it in, Tom. If I played this for her 
and be like, this is to you. She'd be like, you don't even like this song. You're right. I don't. It's true. <laughs> and then I'd be phony. So Your rhymes I have, so corny. Yeah. <laughs> I have a warped sense of uh, warped mind. So I'm thinking this is for my V-Day. Well, what kind of V-Day? Well, I've had many over the years. I'm the bachelor, remember? Yep. So I have had some that would find this song fun. My leathers fit tight around me. Yes. <laughs> Sweet pain. Excellent. Um, I don't know about you guys out there, but we've always, at least me, I've had a pretty long life here, bacheloring it up. Uh, always find that one person out of nowhere. They're like, holy shit, this woman's fucking a freak that would like a little fucking a little beating here and there or a slap on the ass or this and that. And uh, Jean's sweet pain might give her a little like, ooh, we're getting kinky tonight. I do not condone uh, Zeus's thoughts about beating women. So just <laughs> document that. The I ass, not I'm kidding. With... I'm joking. Billy D. Williams beating <laughs> on women. <laughs> That's the fucking best. All right. So, I'm, so again, <clears throat> I, made, I made my good list. Very, very lovey and syrupy and corny here. Um, except for this one. Except for this one. Here we go.
that's right. Because when it's Valentine's Day, you make me rock hard, baby. Absolutely. Not everything is going to be nothing can keep me from you. It's time to get a little dirty sometimes. So that's my number three. I'm not going to give much away. I like it. And uh, and it's a nice new segment that we have on the bonus episodes, right? That's right. (laughs) So so we might be considering changing that uh, episode part, right? From you mad at me. Oh, God. No, no. Can't do it. What makes you rock hard? Come on. God. No, 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 no. Can't do it. On that same theme, Tom. Here we go. Number three, right before that song, I'm going to sing to my lady, let's put the X in sex. Knew it. I knew, I, I, that's why I didn't take it. That's First why I didn't of all, take I love the song. And uh, <laughs> shout out to our, our good friend uh, uh, and, and listener, uh, Brian, who's going through a little bit of a tough time. I hope you'll like that I picked that song. We're all thinking of you and we're all with you, buddy. Uh, we love you and we appreciate it. And God bless you, buddy. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and but we, let's. We, yeah, go ahead, Tom. We, we know he absolutely hates that song, so maybe this will put a <laughs> smile on his face. <laughs> let's put the X in sex. What a better way of being kinky if you follow the lyrics in that song. God, brutal. And mm. then you saw those black lace panties, and I knew that it was you. The best part about that song is the video. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you doing, Paul? Oh, that one first chick when they're marching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The biggest ball splitter I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. In a chick oh, in a God, video. yeah. Wait, that's going to uh, be. That's if you be guys a- are curious what a ball splitter is, feel free to tweet us about it. Eventually, what we're going to do is we're going to put a shout it out loudcast dictionary together for you. <laughs> So that you can so you can join along as you're listening to the episode, you'll be able to interpret everything that we're saying. Dad, what's a ball splitter? Come here, I'll show you. Listen to these guys. <laughs> Let's put the X in sex. We're up to number two for you, buddy. All right, so we're gonna get back to the lovey doveyness here. Oh, oh right? what the fuck? Yeah. Well, be, look, I got my I got my dirty number. F- I got my dirty five. This is <laughs> <get> this, dirty <clears throat> five. Okay, go ahead. This is my nice five. So. Just kind of about as bad as nothing can keep me from you. But a song that could work, could work. I don't know if it will, but it's just horribly corny, 
horribly cheesy and easily the worst song on an otherwise spectacular album. But here we go. me oh my god <laughs> and and i play and i put this on a little tongue-in-cheek because yes it's a corny love song but it's so corny that it, you run on the risk of the girl being like dude what the fuck is this what are you playing right now but it's a I great thought, song it's I paul thought, it's paul pouring out his soul when you describing how bad the song was yeah. i thought until you said from a good album okay i thought you were gonna say i finally found my way well, well, no, the reason why it's funny that you say that that song is about like that. That's a song about himself. He's not really singing about like a woman or anything. He's is talking he about, but he said, I finally found my way back to you. Yeah. But I take that as like, I was an asshole and now I'm not <laughs> like, there's <laughs> a good love thought. <laughs> Hold me, touch me. Think of me when we're apart. <laughs> think of me. <laughs> hey, are you thinking of me? What are you wearing? What are you yeah. thinking about? Yeah, I was just see. I was just gonna start doing the impersonation of the friggin' NWA. Just don't bite it. Ooh, <laughs> God damn! I just said biting and shit. God damn. <laughs> um, <coughs> my number two might be your number one, and I'm sorry, I'm taking it. Um, here we go. There's no denying when I look in your eyes Girl, I'm out of my head over you And I lived so long believing all of it's right But everything about you is telling me this time is forever This time I know it, there's no doubt in my mind Let's go. 
That's right. From NWA, uh, <laughs> don't matter. Just don't bite it. Forever. Okay. How can you go wrong playing that for somebody? It's a spectacular song. That's a song. If you if you can put aside, you know, the ballad corniness, et cetera, that is just – we say this all the time, and I can't wait until we get to the, the uh, Hot in the Shade review, but just that solo of Bruce – is the song is just spectacular. I love it. I, I like still the like drumming. It. I yeah, love the it, drums of yeah. Eric on the drums, especially when you see the video and you can see him go at it. The only yep. thing I think about forever, if it came out earlier, I would have liked it. I just feel like it's not as authentic because it came out during those. Every well, band has got to put a ballad out. Well, I and think that, yeah, so that's that, the thing. So, okay. Paul concentrated on making a ballad, not, Paul was going through, uh, was fell in love, and maybe it is. Maybe it's when he married his first wife. Um, you know that he wrote this song. I don't think it is, but um, you never know. Like, what what caused that? I think that was written because him and Michael Bolton. Let's come up with a hit. Well, yeah, because that was eighty nine, ninety, and that's that's when the Powell ballads were taking over the world. Yeah, so you know, you, I feel like it's a little not as authentic. But with that with that being said, I think in the year two thousand twenty. It's one of the better ones that holds up that doesn't sound like, you know, it's not I Remember You by Skid Row, which is just like a fucking prom song. You know, I mean, for and Forever could be considered that, too. But Forever is a spectacular song. All right. That was my number two. Your number one. That was not my number one. I had Forever on my list, but I my number one is here. Because this was almost my wedding song. Here we go. You can still believe in me 
of revenge every time i look at you i think the song is tremendously underrated i know that they were aiming for another sequel to forever and it didn't get the the play that it should have and it kind of fell under the radar like a lot of what was on revenge did but um i i love that song i still listen to it now if it comes on on shuffle i i love it and again that was very very close to being my wedding song, there's a couple verses in there that don't really fit the mold of a uh, wedding song, but it was close, and uh, I, I love that song. So that's my number one. Yeah, I I just think sometimes that gets a little bit of the Paul Psycho Circus treatment. We're like, oh, you got to like this. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on unplugged. Yep. I'm gonna put like, and you know, forever didn't make it. Let's get this one to make it. Agreed. Um, I agree. And it got that's- a little bit of that fatigue. Where it's right after Forever came out. Yep. Um, no, you're right. You're it's right. a good song. I can't complain. You're right. Um, so, did you, ha- did you have any? Uh, do you want to do honorable mentions now? What do you mean? I didn't do my number one. I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought Forever was your number one. No, that was my number two. I I'm thought. Sorry. That, I was I'm saying sorry. that I think that was going to be your number oh, one. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. My number got? one, for many reasons, is this. this song you're all that i want off of unmasked and i said for many reasons number one i think it's authentic and i know you guys are gonna laugh because it's gene gene and kiss did not write true love songs like this 
somehow this came out during 1980 when they were doing the 79, 80, whenever he wrote this, or whenever he did this, because I know there was the, the awesome demo, and I like, and I play just now, the demo version, because I, I like the acoustic part. I think it's a little bit more. Um, I... I, I can't say enough about it. I've always liked it. It's my favorite song on Mast. Um, I'm still looking to try to get the best bootleg version of the Unmasked tour where they played that. Um, it's just, it just, it, there's something about the song I really enjoy. And it, and it sounds authentic because Gene doesn't usually write stuff like that. So maybe he had some sort of a epiphany and he had some sort of love for somebody at that time. But you're all that I want. It just, it it's my... It's my favorite for them. And I think the lyrics would be perfect for a Valentine. You're all that I want. You're all that I need. Um, so yeah, there you go. <clears throat> that's exactly why I didn't pick it because I knew that that was going to be not only in your list, but I pre- was pretty sure it was going to be a number one. So, yeah. uh, but I, I did have, I had that as an honorable mention anyways, cause you're right. It's a, it's that rare gene ballad. Yeah. A couple, <clears throat> a couple ones that, I, I want to name one honorable mention if you're okay with that. Yeah, and that, go ahead. I was going to put "I Still Love You." Yep, yep. The, un, the unplugged version. Yes, yes. Now, I on what, <laughs> another honorable mention that I had was I know it sounds cliched, but I was made for loving you. No, I I get it. You know, somebody hears that song being played to them, they might get a little tingly. Absolutely, get you a know, little. A little star child in your overalls. <laughs> um, and then something I was gonna say, I was gonna be like, like things that didn't make sense too much is like something like "Stand," which I know you hate, but that's like a support song. It's yeah. not a love song. No, it's Stand not a love by song. By my no. side, you no. know. No. And that's why I was like, um, you know, I was a little bit. Mm, I'm not sure about some of these tracks. Uh, I was going to do I Can't Stop the Rain, but I'm like, uh, yep. I don't know if that's really a love song. It's the more funny, of a depressing song. The funny thing about these selections was I could not find anything prior to the solo albums that would even fit. <laughs> well, I did. I found anything for my baby. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was pro- you're right. That was probably the closest. Well, you probably didn't even occur to you because you're like, that's not a slow tempo song. Right. But if you look at those first six albums, you know, it, there's, there's like, I mean, what am I going to put Plasticaster on there? <laughs> Grab a hold of me faster. Right, exactly. Like, they, um, they did not get into that until. Beth, <laughs> Beth is a ballad, but it's yeah, but not a fucking love song. It's exactly. It's not a love like, song. Stop bitching, lady. I'll be home in a bit, all right? Exactly. That's what that is. Right. They didn't get into the true ballady type of shit until probably like Unmasked, you know? I mean, like some of the other songs we talked about, but yeah, they, there was nothing in that, in that, you know, that prime era with that would fit. Perfect. Yep. Let's flip the script. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're going to go to five songs. You probably don't want to send your Valentine or five songs. You're pissed off about or something that's upsetting or whatever. Um, why songs, don't I go first so, so, songs that would not create, a lovey dovey <laughs> atmosphere. Although I will say, I, I will, I will present this caveat. We don't know what kind of relationships you have out there with your significant others. Yeah. So some of these songs may work better than the songs that we just listed. Maybe your significant other has absolutely no interest in hearing forever. And they would rather hear 
whatever maybe some of these songs we're about to talk about. So you you, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um. So number five for me. Yep. This. lady wants to be called a two-timer <laughs> oh all right that's a good one yes right? that's right that's right my baby's a two-timer yeah you don't want she's that she's a two-timer me that's right good one good one yeah so go ahead tom you're all up. right so my top five is is maybe not as uh angry or bitter <laughs> as zeus's mine's more of just a little bit less huggy kissy maybe a little bit more dirty so <laughs> number five we'll start with this one That's right. Let's cut the talk and get on with the action down on your knees. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I just sent you a, here's my playlist down on your knees. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Are you ready to rock? I'm talking about (laughs) satisfaction. So let's cut the talk. That's right. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
number uh, four for me. Here it is. song heart of chrome oh yes excellent yep right yep some bitch (laughs) fucking sexy conversations and sold it to the bbc tom that is one of the angriest paul songs but i think because he's writing it from a true like a true thing and then they edited it so they could put some of that fucking yeah into a car commercial (laughs) or whatever that commercial was he was on right yeah 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 all right So let's get back to some filth for number four. Here we go. Got no manners and I'm not too clean, but I know what I like. If you know what I mean, what will people say? Well, Mr. Can't You See, it don't mean spit to me. Cushion the better the pushing, <laughs> most definitely. I need a whole lot of woman, oh, to keep me satisfied. Who doesn't want to hear that song on Valentine's Day? Oh, Got goodbye. no manners. That's right, baby. Spit. Oh, love it. It don't mean shit to me. Oh, it's a great song. <laughs> the 
the lyrics would just be oh, like, it's, it's horrible. You, you, the woman would probably, are you calling me fat? What does yes. that mean? Yeah, I'm saying I want a whole lot of woman. Yeah. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> <laughs> the better the pushing. How it. how long has that been in like childhood lingo? Like oh god, like yeah, playground he... sayings and stuff. And he just said that'll. Gene heard him put in his lyric book. I'm going to use that in a song someday. But but he makes it ten times better by adding in the most definitely. <laughs> Why is he? Why is he? <laughs> I love that. That that makes it. It sounds like the. Uh, the segment in Revenge of the Nerds. Swim low. Swim. Yes. And yep. then they put on Michael Jackson's thriller. Oh, my um, God. All right. We're up to number three. Oh, this is just inappropriate. Uh- is mine what yours is mine baby don't say no 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 what the fuck is that like the me too movement's anti-theme yep. holy shit is that politically incorrect oh the whole lyrics everything about it yep no 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 there's oh. a lot there there is a lot of stuff <laughs> off of that album <laughs> So imagine saying that to somebody now. They'd be like, oh, but baby, I just don't want you to say no. What do you mean you don't want me? I'm saying no. No means no. Like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, it doesn't. Not on crazy yeah. nights. It don't. They arrested for sending that to somebody now. Oh. So let, let's stay on. Let's stay on target with, with this. Sarah. Stay on target. I can't. I can't stay <laughs> on target. <laughs> ah. All right. My number three. Here we go.
terrible. As bad as no, no, no was. I don't know if your girl's going to like it when you say, well, you'll swallow everything when you're with me, when your walls come down. When her sugar walls come down. Oh, what a great song. Oh, what a great song, man. <laughs> Just the lady singing it was great. The song was, uh, I love it. You got your script from a Cosmo guide. 15 ways to find a lover. Don't make me chase you because the author lied. <laughs> Settle down, Paul. What the fuck, dude? That's not Paul. What do you mean? That's not Paul. You think that's Paul coming up with that shit? That's fucking. Oh, no. 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 When, when your walls come down. Seriously, when your I'm walls come you down. Of, almost a lot of these. A lot of these shit write comes that from. alone, right? That, that song. Uh, I don't have that in front of me. I probably should. Me, so what do we? Go ahead. So while I go to my number two. Um. My number two. Um, <laughs> just what am I going to say here? I'm just going to play it. any girl would love to hear a song when a man says I'm gonna bang bang you dude that is three songs in a row from crazy night so that's all you need to know about this album <laughs> bang bang you I'm gonna shoot you down with my with my love, love gun <laughs> oh see what I mean <laughs> that's, that's not even clever that's just fucking horrible it's just it, it, but but it's Paul so we love it Bang, bang. Oh, my God. Bang. I'm going to shoot you down with my love gun. <laughs> Paul, enough with the love gun. We get it, buddy. Oh, my God. All, All right. right. Where am I? Oh. Oh. All right. So we're at my number two. Correct, sir. All right. I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe, maybe your uh, Valentine would want to hear this coming from you. So uh, here we go with my number two.
I know what you like. You're not sleeping at night. I know you're losing control. You've got to keep me coming. Keep me coming. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Me coming now. I think that is, in my opinion, arguably the worst song on Creatures of the Night. (laughs) But but lyrically, it's Paul just being like, you look at these lyrics, like, (laughs) like, oh my god, just terrific shit from Paul. Uh, And by the way, when your walls come down was written with Adam Mitchell and Bruce. Okay. Um. Anyways, um, my (laughs) my number one. Holy fuck balls. Um, I don't know who the fuck is going to be, um, you know, impressed when you send this over to your loved one. Let's hear it. The Chris Jericho favorite oh dance God. all over <laughs> your face. First of all, it's like a revenge type of song, like "I'll fuck you" and I'm gonna, I'm gonna dance all over your face. I don't care what anybody tells me; that it means I'm going to jizz all over your face. That is it's about the worst thing you can say to somebody, right? How, how many songs are in the Kiss catalog, and we both had the same number one? That's oh, my you number. Did? Yes. Oh yes. man. Yeah. Yep. I think that is the most vulgar, <laughs> offensive. That is the most. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, nothing's. Nothing's beating that. Nothing's it's an offensive beating. odor. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is beating that. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, dance all over your face. Uh, is uh, off of Lick It Up is just in a category of its own, I think. In my opinion, at least, that is. Um, honorable mentions for you? Uh, yeah, honorable mentions. So I had... Oh, let me get out of this. I had Take Me as an honorable mention. You know, what What girl doesn't want to hear, hey, can you come over here for a minute? Can you put your hand in my pocket and grab onto my rocket? <laughs> I didn't... Um, I had, uh, did you have one other one? Oh, for this one, I had two. Do you have Go another ahead. one? Yeah, oh. I do. I had another one. I, I had uh, Get to the Good Stuff, Read My Body. That was my number two. Okay, okay. And you just tell somebody, read my body. Turn get to the good. The turn the page. Get to the, there's so many. I mean, you think, especially when you're getting, 
like really into like the mid later eighties. Like it's just because that's what, that's what bands were writing about these was all sex. So it's not an honorable mention, but I do want to mention it because somebody might say to us, why wouldn't you put lick it up in there? Because lick it up is not a kiss off song. I mean, if you read the lyrics, life's such a treat. And it's time you taste it. It's kind of like let's get dirty. It's a little let's put the X well, in you, sex. Well, like, you had, your rules, your rules were a little bit different. Like you, you create, you came up with your own rules. I came up with mine. You yeah. were looking at songs like that were you know, maybe angry or vulgar or anti love. Like I, yeah. I looked at songs that were just kind of like dirty and like nasty, not huggy lovey. So you, so for me, I could, I could have had lick it up because it's like. It's not really like a way to pick up a chick, but maybe if she's a pig, you just say, hey, listen, lick it up. <laughs> yeah, but you couldn't say to somebody that you were into and you were having a relationship and you were going to get kinky that night. Like, life's such a treat. It's time you taste it. There ain't a reason on earth to waste it. Yeah, lick it up. It, listen, honey, it ain't a crime to be good to yourself. Exactly. Lick it up. So that's like a pleasurable. Like you're, you're not demeaning that person. No, I know. But I had- can't believe. I'm philosophically debating kiss lyrics of lick it up with you. No, no, no. But it's just because we had, we kind of had our own self-imposed rules on our top fives. I don't find that. It's not a, an offensive odor. Right. But, but that was a rule that you came up with. You, you, it was like your, your anti Valentine's was like mean song, like non. No, but I had some like bang, bang you. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. And this one too, I had, that none of us met. And the honorable mention was save your love. Yeah, that's a nasty save your love. Yep. I don't want it. And, how, and how, we didn't have uh all night. That's an obvious yeah, that one. But that would have been uh, on the other side for me. Could have been. That would have been like ooh, when you when you work all day, baby. Let's uh all night. You love me to hate you. Like different. Yeah, like, that could be kind know. of. A, but there's the, there's yeah there's like a, a cat on a hot tin roof. Yeah. There's so there's so many, and we, we would love for people out there when you listen to this. Please, we always love the interaction about you guys giving us your lists or you know your number one or your top five or whatever you know because um, that'll be fun to see. Yeah, so we're talking your favorite, your top five positives for your v- Valentine, and your top five. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not a good idea. That's a good way to put. It. Maybe not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Sending something, calling somebody a two timer. Or down there, the bigger the cushion, the better the bushing. Yeah, exactly. Might not work. <laughs> I don't think so. It, I don't think, I think that would be an offensive odor, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> smells like the beach. <laughs> oh, um, God. Anyways, that was uh, the list. That was a lot of fun to do. And we've that's been our, kind of that, saving this one. That's our, yeah, our Valentine's Day celebration, even though you'll hear it a little bit after Valentine's Day, but that's okay. Just now. That's right. Um, anyways, so um, usually you know what we do. We go into questions. What do you got? Yeah. So this question comes via uh, an email. Uh, if I could find it, that would make life easier for me. Okay. Okay. So this comes from Sean McNair. So this is an email we received. Air he McNair? says, hey, uh, oh, Steve McNair. Oh. <laughs> Sean McNair. Uh, so he says, Hey guys, new listener to the podcast, 43 year fan of kiss. Yeah. I, have a, I have a question about a comment I've heard from many sources quote. It's a good album. Just not a good kiss album. My question for you is what is a kiss album? 
does it have to meet up with the standards set by the first six studio albums? Can a quote real kiss album be more about naked women? Just wondering what you think about this. Sean, thanks for the question. That's a good one. Cause Zeus and I say that a lot. We say, Oh, it's a good album. It's just not a good kiss album. Oh, it's a good song. It's just not a good kiss song. You want to start um, with this? I would say the first thing that comes right to mind are the one album that we reviewed is Gene Simmons solo album. That's not a kiss album. Yep. Okay. And number two would a song, uh, an album that we always talk about because we haven't reviewed, but we talk about, cause I always bring it up and that's Peter Chris's album. That's not a kiss album. Um, I find in another one that we did in my, these are my opinions. You can shoot off afterwards. Tom, yeah. um, yeah. is one that we reviewed already. Unmasked is not a kiss album. Um, I, I would say, uh, the elder is not a kiss album. I would suggest that, um, uh, carnival of souls is not a kiss album. So with that being said, tell and maybe, us, and maybe uh psycho circus is not a kiss album. So I think he's asking what, why, why though? Like <clears throat> what is, what is it about those that don't, that you're, that, that why aren't they kiss albums? Um, <clears throat> first of all, they don't follow the formula. Yep. Boris, Boris to the chorus. Yep. Anthems songs about fun, songs about love, songs about sex, songs about rock and roll, songs about achieving overcoming odds and and you can do it waterboy type of lyrics. Um fun songs. Um See, okay, go ahead. Rock songs with good riffs and stuff. That does not first of all, the, Gene Simmons and Peter Chris off the mat, off the top to me don't don't fall in that category. Unmasked is not a rock album. That's not a Kiss album. Um, I don't care what they say. One song off a dynasty does not make it a not kiss album just because I was made for loving you. That's still a kiss album to me. Uh, psycho circus. There's no kiss themes in it. it, Well, it does have a couple of anthemic. It does have a couple of anthems, Yeah, but it's not like no party, no girls, nothing. Um, same thing I would say with, uh, carnival souls. See, okay. I see what you're saying. I I kind of go ahead. I'm just saying they, they have more than the two solo albums I mentioned, but I, that's what I would just go off the top of my head. Yeah. And, and I understand what you're saying. Um, what about you? So, yeah. So, to, so I think it's the style of the, I, I actually think it's the music combined with the lyrical content. Like Zeus said, so psycho circus to me, I think half of psycho circus is a kiss album. I think raise your glasses is like an anthemic, corny you can do it song i pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll even psycho circus not a great song but there's a lot of songs on there that that are not like kiss song we, and like zeus said they're not about girls they're not about partying they're not about living life like carnival of souls i like it that's not a kiss album no one thinks that's a kiss album mm-hmm. um unmasked great album one of my favorites i truly do love it musically it's not a kiss album because that's not kiss is Guitar, drums, bass, riffs, solos, rock it out with your cock out kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or jamming <clears throat> out with your clam out. Yep. And they got back to that on, on Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, Animalize, all those songs. They had a lot of the, you know, like I say, like people say the fuck me, suck me songs. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be all of that. But I think that's, and I think you can spot a Kiss album from a mile away. And I think a lot of Kiss fans would be like, that's a Kiss album. That's not, it's a good album, but it's not a quote Kiss album. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great question, Sean. Thank you yep. for sending that in. Thank you. Yeah. And then we got another one from uh, an email from Mike. Mike Daruki. 
He doesn't give us his last name, so Mikey maybe Ruderman? Mikey Mikey Ruderman. He's always getting his ass kicked on the ball field. <laughs> so he says, big fan of the podcast, always entertaining. Thank you. I've been a KISS fan from way back as a kid in the 70s. Love the new bonus episode idea. Well, thank you for that, Mike. Uh, and then he asks a question. Uh, unfortunately, he says, is there a link? Uh, any kind of, he talks about Spotify. And uh, unfortunately, we have not gotten to that point where we have a Spotify account that we can share lists and rankings, etc. We'll see if we can do something with that, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music. Um, unfortunately, right now, we don't have that, but it's a good question, and maybe it'll push us in that direction. And then he says, thanks for all the laughs, Mike. And Mike, thank you for listening, yeah. and thank you for thank you for that email. And we'll see what we can do about getting some playlists out there. Yeah, I think you have to have like a certain um, – I don't have a Spotify. I never use Spotify. You know me. I listen to the same shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, and my, and my – and my streaming subscription is Apple Music. I don't use Spotify. So, and besides, uh, from what Spotify is doing and kicking a lot of our brethren off, that's the other part that I'm not too keen about. And that is that they are um, kicking some of our favorite podcasts off their platform. And uh, if you guys want to hear about that, go listen to Decibel Geek, Cobras and Fire just talked about it. And it's always funny. So, they use those podcasts. To improve their ratings, to get more listeners. Then they tell and use that advertising. Look how many people we have listening to Spotify. Come give us more money. And then they take that money and say, You podcasters can't be on here because you're ripping off the artists. But let me get more advertising dollars off of you guys, then kick you off and put that money in our pocket so we can screw more artists even though you promote the artists more than we do yep and the artists that you guys are talking about will make you go out and buy those cds or download their music or go to a concert because you guys are talking you're putting more money into those artists uh pockets directly (laughs) as podcasters than spotify does when they're four cent fucking uh you know uh royalties that they give people yeah, and I and I can't recall. Forgive me, I can't recall if it was uh, Baco on Cobras and Fire or if it was Chris or Aaron on. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Decibel Geek. They were talking about it, and one of them said, "Like, what what, what are the what are listeners going to do? What are they going to download the podcast, then <laughs> cut and paste the song, and then listen to the song? Like, like, oh, now I got a copy of fucking uh, exactly the song from Dokken off Back for the Attack, right?" And now I can play it on my thing because I ripped it off because they were discussing it from that song. Or I could just go to YouTube and just rip it off that way. Yeah, who knows why they do it and stuff because I love those guys. They do a great job. Um, So anyways, uh, great questions uh, for us. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora now, YouTube. You can get us all on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're very interactive on there. And then you can email us. Email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Um, feel free to leave a review for us on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere. Give us one of those five-star child reviews. We really appreciate it. It helps people find our podcast. And uh, I've got a, actually uh, a funny uh, <laughs> a one uh, 
pretty funny review. And uh, I found this because now I'm able to get some of our reviews off of um, that are not in this country. They don't show up in iTunes on on uh, Apple. Um, where is it there? Char- Chartable. Yeah, yeah. I think it was called Chartable, right? Yep. Um, and so one of the reviews that we got is uh, is actually quite funny. Um, and this is uh, in Canada, inside the beehive. <laughs> Good stuff. Probably my favorite KISS podcast. However, <laughs> sometimes these guys say certain things that shouldn't be said on a public pro- podcast. Wait, you mean what like part? talking? You, wait, you mean talking about women's piss funnels at the beginning of the show? <laughs> piss cups or kiss lyrics? Which part? Seriously, um, that's, I, that's, I, the, that's that's a compliment. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that, Mister Beehive. I don't I, either. You, we're your favorite, and yet you, <laughs> the stuff that we say should. First of all, all podcasts are in public. Uh, you know, you consumption, you can find them. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're not on there. Like someone's turning the radio and be like, Hey, yeah. Then I got a female piss cup and then I uh, did this. And then they yeah, yeah. read my body and yeah, we don't like, fall under the rules of the FCC, like the radio. Yeah. Someone have to search us out. So, um, but we, uh, we love, uh, we love your feedback. Feel free to email us more. If you want to give us more of a heads up. Yeah, no, thank uh, you. Thank you, what, for, yeah. thank you for the, Thank you for the review. And honestly, I mean, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> We're glad that you consider us your your favorite Kiss podcast. And honestly, I can't stress this enough. This is me and Zeus, even when the microphones aren't on. I mean, like it. Re- I mean, it, it really. And like Zeus said earlier, there's the only thing we plan in advance is the topic. That's it. We don't like Zeus's story that he told me tonight about his friend. Kara with the thing. I had no idea that story even existed until tonight while we were recording. It is yeah. all organic. So yeah, you're hearing the real you're hearing the real thing. So it's it's thoughts. Me and him like have exactly. something like I'd be like, you know what? I'll tell that story to Tom when I get on. Yeah. Oh, this is funny that happened at the concert we were at. I'll bring it up. But it's not like, hey, when I bring this up, you say this right. or you use this phrase. Yep. This is how we talk. Now, mind you. We are professional people. When we leave here, we don't go into work and Tom doesn't say, hey, you got a piss cup, boss? No, um, I don't. And, do I, and I don't sit there and say, excuse me, your honor. Uh, why don't you uh, put the X in sex and, uh, and touch me, uh, you know, right here? Uh, we obviously know how to handle ourselves. Excuse me, your honor. Um, under that robe, have you ever needed a urinal funnel? <laughs> so... Yeah, this is how we are. This is how we talk. And if we did it differently, I think it wouldn't be authentic and you guys would read right through it. You oh, would absolutely. read right through it. Yep. And, you know, mind you, if we have somebody that's uh, a little a little bit more serious, an author, we had, you know, we had Greg on, Greg Prado on his awesome yep. book. I'm not talking of wasting his time talking about piss cops with right. Greg Prado. Exactly. Uh, he's, you know, we obviously know where to go and what to do with certain people. It's the ability um, to turn off the silliness when you need to be a little bit, quote unquote, professional. I always say, and my motto is, you know, maturity is knowing when to be mature. That's it. 
You don't have to always yep. be that way. You can be fun. Good the last one. I, yep. The last thing I want to read is a nice email we got from Angelo. Angelo writes this. You guys are kiss. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Just enough laughs and a bunch of great kiss info. Been a fan since 1976. I actually remember the Halloween special. Kids. No, I, I just added that part. Uh, I was eight years old and Gene scared the hell out of me. I agree about Margaret Hamilton's booze. <laughs> LOL. See? Awful. I told you, Tom. I told you. No. Look, Peter, we like we like Angelo, ahead. but he's clearly a dirty old man. So Yeah, I, I'm with him on it. You're right on. Peter, I feel, is an underrated drummer. Yeah. I've been playing drums for over 40 years and he was always was and, and always will be very influential in my drumming style. Shit. I wore the Catman makeup when it wasn't even Halloween. Nice. So did I, my friend. Yep. Keep up the great work. I only just started listening to your podcast, but what I heard so far is fantastic. I've learned to respect Gene's bass ability, especially after going back, listening to love gun. Your impressions of Ace and actually all the original members are spot on. Keep reviewing all the albums. Can't wait until you hit Dynasty and Alive 2. Not sure why Rocket Ride was never featured on an earlier LP rather than Side 4 of Alive 2. Take care, guys. Kiss Army forever. Angelo. Awesome. Emails like that make our day, and we will read them when you send us them. Thank you. Uh, and I don't, and I agree with you. I don't know why Rocket Ride wasn't on. That song kicks ass. Um, but yeah, a- Angelo, thank you for that email. That's great. Absolutely. So remember, guys, if you want to send us an email, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And don't forget those uh those five star child reviews uh on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, and Podchaser as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh. Yep. Um, anyways, Tom, we have a lot to choose from, but why don't you give us your famous last words? Though the time apart seems endless, all my thoughts remain with you. I believe one day we'll make our dreams come true. Can you get any cheesier and cornier than that? Nope. Oh my god, Paul Stanley solo? That's right. Hold me, touch me, baby. All right. Now, I'm going to beat that cuz mine is so like love corny, emotional. You're going <sighs> to probably fall in love with me with these lyrics. Oh boy. She took my finger. Here's a button to press. <laughs> I raise my fang. And she dropped her dress. <laughs> I'll take you on a cruise. You'll never forget. She said, we better move because I'm already wet. Spectacular. That is the best poem you can send to your secret admirer. The person that you want to get for Valentine's. Right. Maybe hey. save it for next year because now we are past Valentine's. Right? That's right. That's right, baby. So, yeah, thank you, everybody. Hope you uh, enjoyed this little fun, belated Valentine's. Again, thank you guys so much for listening and for interacting. 
and just the 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 emails, the texts, the tweets, the retweets, the Facebook comments, the et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're just so happy that everybody is in on this together. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. Oh, and finally, I also almost wanted to thank. I forgot we uh, forgot to thank our uh, our host, uh, uh, Pantheon Podcast. Oh yes, We've got yes. all those great podcasts out there. Yep. Um, we thank you and uh, thank you, Tom, and uh, thank you, Kiss Army. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.